3: We got the girls inside the party, let's get back to Crazy Jimmy, we got myself to known as Alfie, the one and only, the Turkish MC, always love the clothes of Jimmy, British
0: punk, yo, what I wanna be, Jimmy Starr, new celebrity, will take you out. Yeah, what's up everybody, hello, 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 welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture and entertainment. Before we get started, let's say hi to everybody, starting off with my fabulous co-host,
4: Ron Russell. Oh, Jimmy, what a nice introduction. Thank you so much. Go away, Shazam. <laughs> now we have dogs all over us. All, all of our three rescue dogs are here now. This one is knocking down our lighting. <laughs> the little guy is sitting on the arm of our chairs. But you know what? I'd rather be surrounded by my rescue dogs than by some of the people I don't like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, Ooh, baby. Right? This is good. This is good stuff. Dogs are wonderful. This dog... Say, wait, this... wait, let me finish. You're stepping on my lines. I will put the mic oh, down your throat again. Oh, it's not time for
0: lines yet. We have to introduce everybody. No, but
4: I want to just get this point across, James. Okay. Do not interrupt me. If you're sad and lonely, get a dog. Rescue a dog. Do not go to puppy mills. Do not purchase a dog. These people don't care about dogs. They only care about money. And they will sell you a 100 dogs that are broken spines, or they're lame, or they have disease... I've heard stories that make my hair stand on end. Go to a rescue center. The dogs are thoroughly washed, bathed, inspected, neutered, taken care of, and checked. You will get a healthy dog, and a dog that will love you so much because this dog has been abused. This dog has been hurt. This dog has been lonely. And if you rescue this dog and hug it and kiss it, you will have the best friend you will ever have in your life. So please, folks, Go out and rescue a dog or a cat. Yeah, this dog
0: here, this is Astro, and he
4: loves Ron. He's a Ron. love bird. He, he is, follows
0: Ron everywhere. I mean,
4: he, sleep, he curls up under my chin at night and sleeps under my neck. That's how needy he is because he was abused and and never loved. Now I make out with him. I mean, I love him. I kiss him. I hug him. I rub him constantly. He's with me all the time, and he's so grateful. And that gratitude just makes me chill listen to him he's growling you know why because the other dog comes near me this little five pound dog growls at the 135 pound brazilian fila master master because nobody nobody's allowed to come near me <laughs> yeah. they're wonderful dogs god i don't understand how people can have them
0: anyway we got to say hi to our crew what's up we've got danielle at the w4cy studios in wellington florida what's up danielle
2: hello hello hello
4: oh that sounded good i like that she's getting sexier by the minute you may catch her husband with that voice oh
2: thank you A girl can help
4: <laughs> then we've got hey listen every bit helps when you're out hunting today the men today are notoriously disgusting every woman i know that's single they say what's out there you wouldn't want They're wife cheaters they're horrible people they're liars they're just garbage and so many women are saying you know i'd rather be alone and be with some miserable guy that's going to ruin my life. How do you feel about that, Danielle?
2: Um, I can agree with that. I've been in a lot of crappy relationships, so I'd rather be single at this point in my life and just enjoy going out and meeting new people. And if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, well, I'll just keep adopting animals.
4: But go. why have men changed? In 1950 or 60, men loved women. They respected women. Every Saturday night, guys would go to certain clubs, churches, or whatever, dances, nightclubs, to meet girls. And they went on dates, and they took the girls out to dinner, to the movies, and they fell in love and eventually got engaged and then married. And it was not a difficult thing. In my day, everybody got married. It was a thing to do, and and people are still married. Friends of mine, for 60 years, and they're happily married.
2: I have the answer.
4: But Why is it today men do not want commitment? Or they want a porno star for a wife. They want a wife that's going to do dildos and vibrators and drugs and porno movies and swallow and up the <laughs> butt. I mean, what these men expect of their wives today, men didn't do to women years ago. They loved them, respected them, made love to them. Maybe the women didn't enjoy it as much okay, as Okay, we have today. to keep
0: going. We have to say hi. There's lots of people to say hi to. You're in a long monologue.
4: Well, I'm, I'm in the mood. I know. <laughs> Go
0: ahead and, Danielle,
2: you got an answer for him? Yes, short answer is I believe that women have lost self-respect for themselves. I believe that I am single because I have such an old soul and I abide by old school ways and I feel like men are intimidated by that and I value myself too much and I will not go out in public looking half naked, nor do I sit there and promise or do I ever have sex with somebody on the first date? I think I just have too much class, to be quite honest. And women have less self-respect for themselves.
4: Well, well I answer. respect and admire you, so have a very lonely life. <laughs> I, I,
5: I, I think that's the wrong answer. I think that's the wrong answer entirely. I think the, uh, the problem is that women have forgotten that their place is barefoot, pregnant, and in the kitchen. Oh, <laughs> yeah,
4: you're going to make a lot of fucking people so, yeah. <laughs> I, I, Scott, Scott, I, I don't think that's the answer either. I think the answer is men... Listen, the cost of living today is outrageous. Amen. A house can go from 500 to a million dollars. These men know that these women nowadays are demanding. They want what their girlfriends have a three carat engagement ring. They want beautiful cars. they want their children to go to private school to wear designer clothes. They want to wear designer clothes. They want hair extensions that cost three thousand dollars or put their faces pumped up with Botox or other crap so they could look beautiful and young and they all look like puppets. And they put their fake tits in so that the, the guy is going to love just squeezing a bag of water. I mean, you might as well stay single and get a grapefruit. It's the same thing. I, so th- no, This I is agree. what's wrong. This is what's wrong. Women are sending out the wrong signals. And the signals some women send out is look at me. My pussy's showing. My tits are out. But don't you dare recognize this and don't you dare comment on it because I'll call a cop. You that's are what, no, that's what I don't don't right.
2: Understand. And next Double time I see Scott. If I ever go to Pennsylvania, I have family in Pennsylvania, Scott. I'm going to come over there and hitch up side of the head with that little barefoot pregnant in the kitchen ordeal. I was
5: teasing. Yeah. I was teasing. Actually, <laughs> I'm very <laughs> grateful to my wife because she got me from a rescue. She actually got me from a rescue. I and she, she's been trying I to give it. me back ever since. So I, I have a little it. bit of I, hostility.
4: I, I just show sure love, sp- Scott. I, I sus- love you. I suspect that Scott is pussy whipped. <laughs> and that when he goes home, it's hun. What can I do for you? Can I rub your feet? Hon, do you want me to, like, go out and I'll get a second job so you could have a nice piece of jewelry for Christmas?
5: <laughs> now, if that were the case, I wouldn't have a drinking problem.
2: <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't like jewelry. I'm not a jewelry kind of girl. Like, I, I don't wear earrings. I, I don't wear necklaces, really. I don't wear rings. I, you know, I'm i not a jewelry type of person.
4: I'm a jewelry kind of girl. I love uh, not, not to brag but I have a ton of jewelry, I love jewelry that my ex-husband gave me, who's deceased. Uh, he used to sell stolen goods. So we used to get hot jewelry that fell off the truck, and he'd always come home with something for me. And I have tons of stolen jewelry that I wish I could give back to whoever lost <laughs> it, but this was 40, 60 years ago, and uh, you can't do anything about it. So, so- hold on, we
0: want to like tell everybody, too, the other voice you guys heard, that's Scotty J. He's in Philadelphia. Scotty, say hi. Hi. There you go. And we've wow. got a chat room full of people. You guys be Claudia from Germany's in the chat room. She says she likes a man who opens the car door. And right now she's barefoot picking she's barefoot on the kitchen floor preparing vegetables. <laughs>
5: See? <laughs> See? See?
0: Oh, that's the way it she is. Didn't say who it's for though. But we well, also got we got Dave Hughes from Stars Now UK on Twitter. He's in the chat room. He just broke his foot or his ankle or something. Dave, sorry to hear it. That's because he was
4: chasing another blonde.
0: We got B Claudia. We got official Twism Twism. White pieces in the chat room. What's up, Twism? Tw- say Twism, uh, big piece. Say hi, are you? say hi to uh, Teresa from Saving Marketing. I don't know. The thing went by too fast. But what's up, everybody in the chat room? We got a really fun show to you. For you guys today, one of our favorite people in the world, Lorene Landon's coming on the show. And then we have R&B, up-and-coming superstar Ian Guerin coming on. It's going to be a really fun
4: show. Well, we have a lot of friends tuning in. My good friend, Meg Ruddick, who I love and adore and spoke to right before we went on the air. I'm going to say hi again, Meggie, and I'll call you when, when we have a minute. okay? I need... Oh,
0: and Backpack John's in the chat room. What's up, Backpack John? Yay!
4: <laughs> anyway, I'm excited about Lorene Um, You know, some people you meet in life, they don't matter. You meet them and you forget who they are. And then there are those people that you meet who make an outstanding impression on you. This girl has a beauty that goes beyond beauty. She's no chicken. She's not 21. She's maybe 31. (laughs) Well, a little older, maybe. (laughs) She's the most stunningly beautiful woman that I know for her age she could win a beauty pageant nowadays and she's not old i mean i'm not talking like a 60 year old woman she's a younger woman but she has a beautiful soul and a beautiful personality that goes with that gorgeous face most beautiful girls are twats you know they're snippy little bitches they think who they are they're conceited they're nasty <laughs> and they flirt and tell us what you think <laughs> no jimmy come on i've been around the, i'm 79 years old i've been around the Lock, a lot of times I know, i've met a million people i know shit from shinola and i know phonies from the real thing so today's interview with loreen is going to be a sublime pleasure i'm going to ask her questions and my one of my questions will be how come or why or what happened that you're not marlon brando's daughter-in-law and I hope that Lorene will answer that question because she was not with Christian Brando for a long time, Marlon Brando's son. And since we're a theatrical show about Hollywood and actors, I think everybody would like to hear that story. I know I sure would.
0: I guess that's public information. I
4: don't know. <laughs> what? Oh, I, said, I guess it's all public well, information. Lorraine's right. not going to mind because it wasn't like anything bad. It was, you know, we all we've all dated celebrity. Look, I'm married to you. You're a celebrity. She uh-huh. says, she
0: says she's so uh, B. Clyde said she loves her. She's elegant, beautiful in every picture, and she's so kind. And, which and, is true. And
4: she's just a wonderful person. And I'm so happy that not tomorrow, but the next Thursday, we're going to her house for dinner. I've never seen her home, but I understand it's a 1901, well, I'll let her tell us about her home. It's a historical house in Los Angeles.
0: I don't think she got your message either, because she sent me a message if we can come to dinner. But I said no yesterday. She sent me a message. So we'll have to find out. No, how, I sent, how I sent a
4: message that my daughter, Deirdre, by the way, everyone, is having surgery tomorrow. That's why I'm a little not myself today. She's having her gallbladder removed. And my honey bun is in such pain. I mean, she's been doubled over now for days waiting for this surgery. Is this unbelievable that that dog's sitting there like that? Well, yeah, But I'm talking about Deirdre, screw the dog. <laughs> anyway, I know all of you are sending well wishes and yes, feeling in the angry. chat room
0: they are. It's got to be fun. All right, so.
4: But I'm one of those neurotic parents, you know. I mean, when my kid is not well, I'm not well. Like, I'm talking right now on this show, but in the back of my mind, I'm wondering how Deirdre's doing. It's a parent. Like, I wrote on Facebook today. I said, why is it kids don't get it? That parents feel what their children feel. And it's true. If your child is happy, you're happy. If your child is in pain, you feel that pain. So much for for that stuff. Anyway, James, what was your week like that I haven't seen you all week is so busy?
0: Me? My week was good. Well, I'm working on things. I guess it wasn't terrific. I just somehow lost my chat room in here. Somehow I lost, how do I talk on the chat room? I don't know what I did. That's
4: because you fidgeted around with that thing too much, the mouse. I know,
0: I have to, like, figure it out. Oh, here we go, top chat. You got
4: mouse-itis. Okay, well, Well, I got to figure it out again. Anyway, I was in emergency uh, having antibiotics pumped into me. It's a funny story, may I tell you. When Eileen Shapiro was our house guest, Jimmy said to Eileen, what can I get you? And Eileen said, A penis. No, she's a chocolate penis. Oh, chocolate penis. So Jimmy thought that that he heard chocolate peanuts. So he went to the store and bought this gigantic plastic (laughs) container of chocolate-covered almonds. They were in our den on the coffee table. And he said, here, Eileen, I bought these for you. She said, I don't eat that. I don't want that. Uh Jimmy said, yes, you wanted uh, chocolate peanuts. She said, no. I said, a chocolate penis. Anyway, that's Eileen's humor. So now I'm sitting there watching TV, and I said, oh, those look good. And I ate a half a dozen of them. And you cannot eat almond nuts when you have diverticulitis. Litis.
0: Diverticulitis.
4: Diverticulitis. Because it goes in one of the weak pockets. So the doctor said to me, well, as you grow older, your intestines, they stay hang, they get loose, and they form pockets. So you must be very careful what you eat because it can cause an infection. Well, let me tell you, I thought I was giving birth to quadruplets. I mean, the pain was not to be believed. I was doubled over for two days in agony. Jimmy kept saying, go to emergency, go to emergency. I said, no, it'll pass, it'll pass. It didn't pass. It got progressively worse, and it put me in the hospital. So I have that this week to deal with between Deirdre and myself and some other private issues. I'm just not myself, folks. So go with me. Bear with me. Give it, me a break.
0: It'll be fun now, though. So what we're going to do is we're going to try and call Lorene. Hey, Scotty J. Yo, Jimmy Star. Do you have uh, Lorene? Does she look like she's online?
5: Uh, I haven't been looking. Let me. Okay. Uh, I guess I better check on that, huh?
0: Yeah. So yeah, that's how we would, on, like, call her. Since she's my movie star, um, guess. And we have uh, Agamon's Gate trailer that we're going to play for everybody, so once we see she's online, we will uh, get that going. <clears throat> oh, look at the other dog sleeping under the table.
4: <laughs> <You're> <laughs> Z-
2: Is that Shazam, the one that's on the chair?
4: No, that's Astro. That's Astro. Astro. Shazam, that's the big one. Oh, the Shazam? big one. Shazam. Shazam? Shazam's 135 pound. Oh. This is the five pound.
0: And then we have a 30 pound or 35 pound, and that's Brandy. She's sleeping Brand- under Brandy the
4: table. Brandy star girl. She's my honey bunch, my Brandy girl. I wish my that's-
2: cat would, like, lay on me like that. Like, she does, just, like, in the most... Incon- being moments like when i'm trying to clean or i gotta go to work that's, that's when she wants to be you, know, you know yeah,
4: and you have to stroke your pussy if you stroke <laughs> your pussy it'll, it'll be very nice i'm no. sure to sit on your lap
2: no 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 if you touch her she just she doesn't like to be touched i'm telling you she's like bites and claws she's still a kitten though but like i call her a sour oh, patch kid. there
0: She's a kid. Okay, so here's what we're going to do, everybody. We're going to play the trailer for the newest movie that she's got coming out. It's called Agramon's Gate. It's written and directed by Harley Wallen, who's been on the show a ton of times. Who oh, is fabulous, and he's by a fabulous the way. guy. One um, of
4: the best in the business. Um,
0: he's super great. So, what we're going to do is, I Enjoy, you guys play the trailer, and then we'll get Loreen on the line. All right, everybody, this is the brand new film
4: for Lorene Landon,
0: directed and written by uh, Harley Wallen. The name of the film is Agramon's Gate. Here's the trailer. Enjoy. <laughs> She is here. <laughs> Things are about to get interesting. Can
6: we talk to family members? We could do a seance.
0: I'm honestly not a big
5: fan of this kind of thing.
7: Spirit, oh spirit. We are here to see family and friends.
2: You know, a daddy, hey, that's you.
5: Shh. Oh,
3: your father,
4: was he a bad man? You could say that. He tried to kill my mom <gasps> and me one night when he was strangling
5: her. I shot him with his own gun. She's been in a mental
0: institution ever since. It'll be different What
3: was that?
1: Something pushed through.
2: Like a spirit. What was that?
3: This didn't just happen to Richie. This happened to all of us. Ah!
7: <laughs> You're all gonna die.
3: Whatever it was. Stronger than anything I've ever felt
7: before.
1: He is him! Him is he!
3: I think I know who it is. Trust me when I say this. His soul is up for grabs. His name is. Oh my god! Agramon.
1: You alright? Look like you've seen a ghost. Okay.
5: All right, we're back. We're live, everybody.
0: Goodbye. All right, everybody, that was the trailer for Agamon's Gate. And now we have on the line one of its stars, Land. Landon. Lorreen, say something. Let's make sure we can hear you. Hi, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. All right, everybody, now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Starr Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly beautiful and talented actress, writer, producer, all everything you want to be in entertainment. The
7: I'm the, a lyricist
0: too. A, a lyricist, Lorreen Landon. Hello, and welcome to the Hi. show.
7: Thank you so much for having me on board.
0: We I, love having you.
7: I love you. I miss you so much. Look You're supposed good. to come over for dinner the other uh, tomorrow night. I Go. know.
4: I, I, I text messaged you tomorrow. Deirdre's getting surgery. She's having her gallbladder taken out. So I said to you the following Thursday would be great. I think that's the 30th of August or something. Or, or,
0: or another day because she's got her sister in town who wanted to meet us.
4: Yes. Oh. Well, Charmaine, then can she's we. She's coming in town
7: tomorrow. I'm picking her up tomorrow morning at um nine thirty.
0: She's coming in from Portland, Oregon, and I'm so excited. You guys... How long is she going to be here? How long is she going to be here?
4: An hour. An hour. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, you're adorable with your handcuffs for earrings. I love it. Okay. Oh, you. Do <laughs> you know, Lorene, I, I always say how much I love you. I want you to know it's not Hollywood bullshit. I really do love you, and I think you're one of my dearest friends. If you ever left me, I'd smack you all over the fucking world.
7: <laughs> I hope so. I lost 10 pounds. Look.
4: Oh, Jesus, get out of here. You lost 10 pounds. Get out of here.
7: I did. I lost 10 pounds.
4: You didn't need to.
7: I'm on a garlic diet. You don't lose any
0: weight, but you look smaller from a distance. (laughs) (laughs) So let's say hi to everybody. You already know Ron. Yes, of course you do. Of course. I miss you guys so much. And then we have have, uh, Danielle. She's at the W4CY studios in Florida. Say hi to Danielle. Hi, Danielle.
2: Hello, hello. Welcome to the show. What a beautiful name. You sound like you're twelve. I know. I get that all the time. I'm actually twenty-eight. <laughs> you sound so young. Thank you.
0: And then we have Scotty J in Philadelphia. Say hi to Scotty J. Hi
7: Scotty J from Philadelphia. How are you?
5: Great, Lorreen. How are you today?
7: I'm better
4: now. Awesome. No, yeah, he's got a sexy old voice. Oh, and then we
7: very sexy voice.
4: <laughs> Don't encourage him, he's a pervert. <laughs> Oh, yeah. she likes perverts. She likes perverts, and then
7: I am lucky to get a pervert.
0: <laughs> no way. Then we have a chat room full of people. Say hi to everybody in the chat room, and then uh, we have okay. a, we have another pervert in the chat room. Dave Hughes, say hi to Dave. He's in the UK. He loves always loves all the beautiful okay. women. Hi,
7: yeah. Dave. Where, you, ha- where in the UK is he from?
0: Oh, I don't even know. Someplace in, in the UK. And then we have Twism white Piece. He's a white hip-hop artist with a big piece of meat. Say hi to Twism.
7: Well, I'd love to see his meat.
0: <laughs>
7: <laughs> and then we've
0: got... And then we have... Uh, El, and we want to make sure we say hi to B. Claudia from Germany. She's oh, like the coolest person Claudia. ever.
7: Yes, she is. I absolutely love her. I adore her. She's so supportive of me. Um, um, I, I cannot believe... I haven't even met this wonderful soul... And she's always saying the most wonderful things about everybody. but yeah.
4: uh, she just- is a special lady. Okay. She's a very special.
7: Have you met her?
4: Uh, Never. I've done. Never.
0: I do live video, Facebook time, FaceTime with her on on uh, on Facebook. I mean, uh, with her because we work and she does a lot of stuff with uh, Eileen and I for the PR company, and she's just fabulous.
4: We're hoping she'll come to the United States one day, and we could have a big party for her. We'll have her come when you
0: when when it's one of your movie premieres, so she can come and meet you and see you.
4: And then oh. we'll have we'll have a big party at our house here in Palm Springs. That we'll would be welcoming fabulous. her.
7: I love your home. I love your home.
4: Yeah, well, I'm not entertaining the month of August because it was 120 the other day. Oh. I mean, forget, oh, I can't even go food shopping because if you don't have the car, you have to leave the air conditioning on in the car. Otherwise, your food goes bad the minute you're in the car. If it's so hot, it could be 200 degrees in the car. It's ridiculous.
7: It's so hot here, I saw a squirrel putting suntan lotion on his nuts today. (laughs) I saw saw a tree begging my dog Moses to pee on him. It's so 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 hot here, I saw birds picking up worms with potholders. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really hot here. It's in the hundreds today.
4: Where in LA? Uh huh. It's about 102, I think. 100, 102. Are you kidding? That's no. so. What could it be here in Palm Springs? Probably I mean, 116. Probably 100, know, 116. I went out. I went out to look at my plants, and all my winter white roses are croaking. The leaves are falling off because everything is burning from the heat. Okay, <laughs> let's let's get down to my major question that I want to, you, you to answer me. How come you didn't become Marlon Brando's daughter-in-law?
7: Oh, um, well, I was with Christian for about 10 years, and I met him through somebody named Skippy Lowe. You probably know who he is. Oh, was. I knew Skippy oh, very Oh, she's been well. on the
4: show. He's been on he, the show. He, he interviewed me.
7: Yeah, well, I, um, I used to watch old movies with my father. And I always said to my dad when we would watch Marlon Brando movies, because my dad loved Marlon Brando, I always said to my dad, I'd love to meet my Marlon Brando someday. And so one day I went to Skippy Lowe's house. He called me to come over. He didn't say why. So, of course, I ran over because he's, you know, he's gay, so he wasn't going to come on to me.
4: <laughs> not, only, not only was he gay, but he was not the most attractive man you'd ever want to see.
7: Oh, you know, I... One time we went to go uh, get some tickets for a show at the Cannon Theater, and he went out of the car to go get the tickets, and uh, two guys came up to me, and they said, Can we talk to you? Can we talk to you? Or will your mother get mad at us? (laughs) I
4: I used to have, listen to this, every Thursday at the uh, Silver Spoon in Hollywood, the diner, I would be there with Shelly Winters. I brought Jane Russell, Mr. Blackwell, all of us. We would have lunch with Shelley at her table. Then Skippy would come in and start to eat off of Shelly Winters' plate. Everybody, Because he was cheap. He never bought food or he was broke. So he started eating off of our food. Well, one day, Shelley Winters got her fork, and she harpooned him in the hand. And she, she said, get your fucking hands out of my food, Skippy. And she stabbed him in the hand. Anyways... A cape. Huh? He
7: also, was he wearing a black
4: cape he always wore a black cape no he was bizarre he looked like a broad with that long white hair and
7: Man. he was a
4: tiny, the tiniest little creature but he did an interview on me and it was, it was an interesting interview he called jane russell a drunk which jane was my best friend and i wanted to punch him in the face and i said <laughs> i said she used to be a drunk years ago he said well that's not what i heard i heard she's still a drunkard and what? i said I said, no, I know Jane many, many years. We're the best of friends. We're like brother and sister. Trust me, she doesn't drink. She has, she's been on the wagon since she's 80. You know. How old anyway, was she when she passed? 89. Aww. And, and, and look, go- well, you saw pictures of she and I together. She was gorgeous. She, was like, she was like you. When you're going to be 89, you're going to be another Jane Russell. You have the same bone structure as she does, a beautiful, classic face. Now let's get back to Marlon. <laughs>
7: okay. I, I, I didn't marry Christian Brando because he um, he was a serious cocaine addict and an alcoholic, and I was sober at the time that we were together, so um, I really fell madly in love with him because he loved animals, because he was so incredibly handsome, and he was Funny as hell. Not as funny as you, Ron. Nobody's... Oh, stop. <laughs> no, nobody. You should have your own reality show, I swear. <laughs> you are insane. I saw that uh, show you did with Loretta.
4: Oh, is that a riot?
7: My God, she's hysterical.
0: Yes.
4: That got such plays all over the world. I think it's going to have like a million or two million plays. Yeah, up to,
0: almost up to three million.
4: Almost up to three million plays. Everybody said it's the funniest show we've ever done. Oh because my gosh. we gosh. we were outrageous together, Loretta and I. We really were. You, know, you were she's funnier
7: a, than her. Did you see what I put on YouTube?
4: I read everything you put on. No, YouTube, no.
7: I, I said that uh, you were funnier than her, and you were. My well,
4: she, she plays it straight. She was a good straight woman, man. Uh, she plays the, uh, I call her the you Donald like Trump. Garrick? I she's huh? the woman. No, that's my friend Garrick Lee. That's Garrick that's in our, drag. our Garrick. You know Garrick. That's that's- Garrick? In yeah, drag. In drag. Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> I would never speak to a real woman that way. <laughs>
7: Oh, my God. I had no idea. It was
4: Garrick. I swear I had no idea. It was our friend Garrick Lee. That's
0: Garrick's alter ego that we're trying to make popular, uh, Loretta Christensen as a right-wing Christian fanatic person.
4: I call her the Donald Trump hump. I mean, she she, she she does all the stuff that bigots do and racists do. You know, she plays that character and she's well. she's got
0: that spray away the
4: gay. Yeah, she has oh, a can of stuff. Perfect. It's spray away gay. She sprays you so you disappear because she don't like gays. And that's why I went after her. I would never do that to a woman guest. Are you serious? <laughs> Lorraine?
0: please. And you know Garrick. You know, you know Garrick. Garrick. Of course and I know,
7: told- but I didn't, I didn't know Garrick was Loretta. I had no idea.
4: That's hilarious. So now, now you can appreciate it more.
7: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, he gave me this most amazing dress, five thousand dollar dress.
4: That's right.
7: Dress at your house.
4: Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Does it fit?
7: I put it on. It fits like a condom. Good.
4: So you're. It's
7: it's absolutely breathtaking. I'm gonna save it for the Agrimon's Gate premiere.
4: Oh, oh he'll be so honored. Garrick will be I don't know if Garrick's listening, but if you are Garrick, you'll be thrilled to be oh, excuse yeah. me. Are they
0: this gonna is... do an Agramon's gate? Are they gonna do a uh, do one in LA like they did for some of Harley's other films?
7: Yes, they're gonna do um, I believe it's sometime in October. Uh, and they they've got a um, they've got a release date, but I don't know exactly the date. They've got so many people interested in, in releasing the film. It's not going to get released, it's going to escape. Because, you know, right. it's, a, it's a horror movie. Oh, and, yes. And I absolutely adore Harley. He's just a um, multi-award winning uh, filmmaker, and he's won almost every award that he's entered at all these different film festivals for Best uh, Director, Best Movie, and is. Gorgeous wife, Katie Waleen, who stars in it as well, um, is uh, winning left and right, too. So we
0: love, we love Harley. And when the premiere comes, maybe we can uh, save an extra seat and we'll have Garrick and Tony come with us. And that way Garrick can get pictures with you in the dress.
4: Yeah, pictures of you and the designer of your gown, absolutely. I mean, Har- Harley, by the way, is a nice guy. I could hang out with Harley and talk with him. He's not a Hollywood phony piece no, of shit like no. a lot of the creeps I know and that you know, all the okay. phony baloney directors and producers who promise okay. you the moon, and they're full of okay. shit.
0: We want to give another um, shout-out, though, for Agamon's Gay, because we love Jan Birch, and Jan Birch, oh, I know, is in it with another you. another one.
4: You know, I don't want to sound like some...
7: Jan Birch is um, um, so incredibly handsome.
4: Absolutely. And gorgeous.
7: He has the most exotic eyes I've ever seen.
4: Absolutely. If he were gay, I'd rape him. Eyes. He is cute. Yes.
7: Yes, he's well, he's gorgeous. He's not cute, but he can no, play. No, I, I find him play, gay guy. cute. He can play the devil, and he can also play, um, you know, romantic leads. But uh, he was from um, uh, the People Under the Stairs, and he did a lot of other films too. And he I've works. Seen. He works nonstop. He he was uh, in Agamemnon's
4: Gate. I was. He's so he's good. He's good, and yeah. he's. An, I don't want to sound like some bleeding heart jerk off, but he's another sweetheart. Uh, Thank God we don't talk about the people we don't like, uh, which are many, because in our business they're creatures. They're creatures that crawl out of rugs and they tell you how wonderful they are. They made 17,000 movies. They failed to tell you they were an extra in all 17,000 movies. Right? And then they say to Jimmy, you know, I heard you're producing a movie, Jimmy. Can I be in your movie? And Jimmy just looks at them and he says, darling, we're doing major stars. <laughs> you know, it, it's a $30 million, say, it's Jimmy? a 30, $30 million movie. It's not going to be with little shitpots. <laughs> Which brings me to this conversation. Yes. I hope Angie Baby doesn't get upset, or my sweetheart, Joe Kelly, because I love the two of them to pieces, as you know. But they've been asking me to be in Clown Motel for a very long time. Clown Motel 2. 2. And Joe said he's writing the script for me to play a sergeant or a marine or whatever. A general. A general, some old goat, nasty piece of work. And I kept putting it off because I saw Clown Motel, and I didn't think it was good for me. Then I found out that you were going to be in it. Yeah. and I quick. I quickly went yeah. on my Facebook page and I said, I am so happy to announce that I will be in Clown Motel too. Uh, yeah. and because and not only because of what you said that impressed me—that you wanted to be one of the producers and that you were going to bring in a better cast and make it a better film—and well, I have,
7: that's what we're hoping for. And know. I
4: believe in you, so that's why I accepted doing this film.
7: Oh, thank, thank you. I and, and
4: I did tell. Excuse me. I did tell Joe. I want her to play my wife.
7: <laughs> Why don't you play my wife?
4: <laughs> I could do that very easily. I've got my gowns and heels and wigs. There's no problem.
7: <laughs> well, I'm I, looking forward to doing that. And I'm also doing uh, Flow, as you know, Fabulous Ladies of Wrestling. Right. And we have a lot of interest in it. It was up on YouTube for a while. But because there's two or three different companies that are uh, fighting for it, um, they've taken it down. We have so much content now. We're shooting all the time. I play the wrestling commissioner, and I'm a bitch. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Is that what the earrings are from? The earrings yeah. are really.
7: These are my handcuffs. I made this up. <laughs> by the way, and we have a fantastic, fantastic two-time Emmy award-winning writer named Guy Nicolucci. And he wrote for Conan for I think ten years, and he wrote for John Stewart for I don't know how many years, but for many many years. So, um, and there's also some original uh, Glow Girl, Girls in it. Glow Girls in it. It's a reboot of of uh, Glow, right? It's a reboot of Glow, but with a lot more wrestling because in the TV series that's based on Matt Simber, the creator,
4: who keeps texting me. Oh, it's Steven Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> Say hi to Stephen for me, and yes, I'll be in his next film. Tell him I got
0: a bunch of movies. He should.
4: Tell him I'm happy to star in his <laughs> next movie.
7: Remember me, since you won't take my call, I'm going to text you. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I just can't get rid of this guy. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> so okay.
0: so so, what is glow? St- I know that glow is a big thing, but what is the actual? What is it? Gorgeous ladies of wrestling. I don't know what the G stands for.
4: It's gay, gay gay ladies of wrestling. Gay ladies
7: of wrestling. No, but we have a non-binary girl in there who's fabulous. She's a wonderful wrestler, and and all the girls aren't just wrestlers. They're singers. They're dancers. They're comedians. And there's two original uh, flow girls in it: Eileen O'Hara, and also who's one of the writers on the original show, and also on this show as well. As uh, and so is uh, Cheryl Russo she's uh, the choreographer on on this one and she's also uh an original uh glow girl so they've kind of amalgamated the two glow and flow and we're, we're getting phenomenal uh responses from from uh, different companies that want to buy it so you know fingers crossed i know it's going to happen and i get to make up uh some of my own lyrics some of their lyrics um i've been using of course because Guy is the writer, Guy Nicolucci, who is absolutely, insanely out of his mind, and so so damn funny. And uh, I'm the wrestling commissioner. and I wear my handcuffs, of course. And one of the things I say is, I'm Lorene, Commissioner Flo. flow. Follow my rules, or out you go. You can cry and scream till your throat is raw, but here at Flow, I am the law. Now, damn it, these girls may think they're clever Will I give them a break.
4: How soon is it? never? <laughs> so, That's so out of character who you are. I well, love when you go. I love when you're not yourself. Uh, now I understand. Uh, hold but, on, we
0: want to tell everybody too. Flow stands for Fabulous Ladies of Wrestling, right? Fabulous
7: Ladies of Wrestling,
0: huh?
4: Okay, I want to make sure now, everybody knows. Correct that. correct me on this because
7: okay. I'm we, commission we the Wrestling Commission.
4: We know so much about so many of our friends and people who come on our show. I get confused. Have you won the award, or are you nominated for the award for Gate?
0: Gate. What Gate. You, you won an award, right?
7: Uh, well, you're only allowed, the producers are only allowed, from what I understand, to nominate one actor and one actress from the movie when you enter a film festival. So, naturally, uh, Harley... Um, um, enters Katie, his wife, in it. Um, you know, because you know she's the star of the film, and she's a wonderful actress. So you're only allowed to nominate one person. So he, I'm, I'm quite sure he nominates Katie, and um, I'm sure maybe that's why. But um, I'm very I, I, hon- honored to be in the film uh, to work with with such an iconic uh, filmmaker uh, who uh, everybody wants. Everybody wants to work with. He's winning almost every single award of every festival that he enters. I know I'm repeating myself. No, I don't have to but win. But didn't
0: but North didn't, North York, didn't but the North film the, the film won a bunch of awards though, right? Already, gate at film festivals, it's yeah. been winning all kinds of awards.
7: Awards, it won the North Hollywood, Noho awards. It won. Oh my God, I, I'd have to I'd have to uh, look and see, you know, exactly. But he's won a, a ton of awards. I mean, he's won like. Uh, uh 36 wins, 36 nominations and he's just he's just a spectacular
4: <clears throat> director okay. and down to
7: earth, and down to earth.
4: The backyard fence gossip is that your performance playing a wild, no, oh, that's a different movie. You oh, always I'm going to talk up. about that. I'm, oh, okay. I'm not talking about Gate now. Okay. Stop correcting me or beat the shit out of you. Well, with we're talking mic. about, Agamon's I'm going Gate. to hit him in the head with the Lorene and then no, I want I... you to I want you to smack his ass around when you see him. The fucking oh, pain okay. in my balls. Put Good. Put him in handcuffs. We'll knock him on his ass. Anyway, I just you blew the whole moment. You big mouth. You, I heard, the backyard fence gossip is that Lorreen Landon is absolutely outrageous playing this drunken wild bitch opposite, uh, what's his name? Bruce Dern. B- Bruce Dern. Yeah. Yes. Tell uh, us a little bit about
7: that. Okay, that's The that's Nation's Fire, and that was directed by Sir Thomas Churchill, I call him. And he uh, he was kind enough to let me improvise uh, my scenes with Bruce Dern, he just said, I want you to do this. I want you to go crazy. Uh, he's my husband in flashbacks. Tom Proctor is my husband in the movie. And Krista Grotta stars in it. She's absolutely breathtaking. I'm sure you've seen her before. Um, Not so, as
4: beautiful as you are. Oh, uh, thank you. But and for those of you out there who, saw, who are fans of the movie Airplane... If you remember the scene in the cockpit when this stunningly gorgeous blonde comes into the cockpit and starts smacking what's-his-name-around, who I like that actor so much. I knew him in Florida. Uh, Why why do I have a memory? Peter Graves? Yeah, Peter Graves. No, not Peter Graves. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of the other guy. Oh, my God. The one that people think I look like a little bit. He lived in Florida. It's Peter Graves. When, no. It is too. No, we went to visit him and he was in his jockey shorts. And I said, what the hell's wrong? Don't you put clothes on? He said, fuck you. It's hot as hell here. It's Peter Graves. No, it's not. There's Peter. no other older it's person It's the one in that it. was in Gun 2 or Gun 1. To come oh, here.
0: he's not in that. He's, not, he's in a different airplane. Oh, airplanes. oh.
4: what's his name? Now that people have to know. Uh, Leslie Nielsen. Leslie Nielsen. I knew Leslie from in Florida. That's a different though. Leslie Nielsen. We in went. The first we went up one. to Nielsen's house for for whatever reasons, and he was huh? in his underwear. And I said, yes, "I would have loved that." Of course you would. You're a pig. <laughs> and I said to him, "Don't don't. You do am. you always greet your guests in your underwear?" And he said uh, to me, "Fuck you, Ron. It's 150 out." There I actually time.
0: met Peter Graves in Orlando one time. He was super nice. Yeah. Um, and the film is like freaking awesome and. And, she, and you come in and, like, they're talking about you're out of coffee. I mean, the, the plane's about to, like, crash. And I mean, she's hilarious. smacking
4: him all over the place. I love
0: that. You
7: know, we, we shot enough for three feature films. That's what we shot enough for. I was in it a lot, lot more. But they had to cut it down because they had they shot enough, like I said, for three or four movies. So uh, Ken Finkelman directed it and... Um, you know, people recognize me everywhere I go from that movie, and from Hundra, and from Maniac Cop, which is in the background Mm -hmm. here. speaking Speaking of Maniac Cop, I'm, um, doing a Houston Horror Film Festival, um, uh, that's hosted by Tony Rodriguez, who was kind enough to get me in. I'm probably jumping the gun here, but it's, um, I think July 12th through the 15th of, uh, 2020
0: wow way in annual, advance
7: it's the first annual um uh houston war film festival and it's three days long and um i there's going to be q a's red carpet events and tony rodriguez is doing the whole thing himself from what i can see and the guy is you should friend him on facebook he's absolutely brilliant and never stops stops working. He's the one who made me that fabulous poster. Did you see the poster?
4: Yes, it's on Facebook.
7: He made the poster in about five minutes. That's how, that's how, re, uh, brilliant this guy. Well, is.
4: Let me say, let me say something about you. Most <laughs> most actors or actresses that come on our show only talk about their work and the films that they're in. You do that also, but you give credit to every single person affiliated, connected, or working in the film. That shows me what character you have, that you say that it's not all about you. You couldn't make it possible if it weren't about the director. the It's a concerted effort by a lot of people. You can't... Yeah, but but most most celebrities think that they're the only one. If it wasn't for them, the film would never happen.
7: And I have to thank Joe Williamson, because Joe Williamson got me Agrimon's skate. Joe Williamson got me Terror Tales, directed by this phenomenal young director named Jimmy Lee Combs. When he picked me up at the airport in Denver, I thought it was a kid. And he said to get in the car. And I wasn't going to get in the car because I thought it's, this guy's like 12, 13 years old. And <laughs> I wouldn't get in the car. At first, I was too. I thought, this is too weird. And I said, who are you? And I thought, how did, he get you, how did you get your license? He says, I'm the director. I'm Jimmy. <laughs> so we got some fantastic reviews, especially from uh, Let's Watch horror And they said my scenes that I did uh, stole the movie. So... I'm very grateful to Jimmy Lee Combs and also to Joe Williamson, who uh, also got me uh, Agamon's Gate, Tear Tales, and Nation's Fire with uh, Thomas Churchill. And Bruce Dern said at the end of uh, shooting, he said to me, um, Lorene, he said this in front of the Universal people, the executives, the cast, the crew. It's not something I'm making up. But he said, Lorene, I've worked with the best of the best, and there's only one actress in my life I have worked with that is better than you. And that would be my daughter.
4: So well, that, that, was, that was a very stupid thing to say.
0: <laughs> it's a well, compliment,
4: too, though. Yeah, but well, she's not the best actress. I'm sure Lorene is better than his daughter. I'm not a fan of his daughter's. <laughs> you know, her Jurassic Park performances didn't knock me over. One, I've seen her do maybe one or two things. That she's would, great,
0: though, in that HBO series. Yeah,
4: th- th- there she's working well. I think that she needs to be directed better, and I think she needs to get her head out of her ass and know that beauty is not everything, and that uh, being a, a, a star brat doesn't always work. I find that in a lot of the celebrities' kids that I've known. I mean, I know Arlene Dahl's son, who you probably know, Lorenzo Lamas. Oh, yeah. You know, Larry. I mean, you're his type. I'm surprised he's not marrying you this week.
7: I, I mean, was married la- to him. Huh? I was married to him.
4: <laughs> no, you never married Lorenzo. I know. I know Lorenzo well. <laughs> no, I know Lorenzo. No, Lorenzo but
7: he likes blondes. I know that.
4: Yes, well, he likes hot blondes. You're totally his he type. He only marries pole swingers that are blonde with big boobs uh-huh. and sexy. He doesn't like anything that's not. You have to be like a Barbie doll sexy. So how come Lorenzo never hit on you?
7: Um, I honestly saw him once in my life at a, a, a function and I never even spoke to him.
4: Oh, so you don't know him. I thought you said you knew him. But he knows they, who he is. Everybody knows oh, who he is. Oh, they know who yeah, well he's our Arlene Dahl, the movie star's son. And um, I don't know where I was where I was going with that. I'm so preoccupied with my daughter Deirdre's surgery. Forgive me.
0: So, first of all, it was a big compliment. Ron thinks you're probably a better actress than Laura Dern. Oh, absolutely. And uh, okay. second of
4: all, uh, we were having. No, you know it. why? Wait, you know why? I have never met Laura. I don't know what her personality is, but I know Lorreen well. And I know for Lorene to let it go like that, it's hard work because this is not who she is. Lorreen is a dove. She's a very sensitive, uh, quiet, nice girl. Today on our show, she's being a little cocky, but that's okay. I'm enjoying it. But if you see her off camera when she's not working, she's just a lovely, beautiful individual who you want to hug. And for her to play an outrageous, crazy bitch, that's a stretch, boy.
0: And she does it fabulously. Well, she
4: may get an award for it.
7: Are you talking about Nation's Fire? Or are you talking about Agramon's Gate?
4: Actually, We're talking you're, about you're fire. You're crazy in both of them. So well, I'm talking about fire.
7: Yeah, I'm crazy in both of them. In Nation's Fire, I played the mother of Chris Grata. and uh, she's an she's an alcoholic, a, uh, out of her mind, psychotic alcoholic. And I I just I, I lost my mind. I went insane. I, I truly lost my mind, as I did in Agramon's Gate. But I attribute that to Harley Wallin's directing. Um, I trusted him, and he reminds me so much of Robert Aldrich, because Robert Aldrich did these movies that had iconic imagery in them, and Harley would come up to you and talk to you and say, what if we tried it like this? And he would whisper to you, I want you to go to a place in your life that was so painful and so excruciating that... um, you haven't ever re- revealed it uh, publicly, which is the death of my father, which he knew, knew about because we talked about it. So I used that. I went back in my reverie and used um, uh, the horrific things that happened to my father in the latter years of his life uh, with the cancer, the bladder cancer, the uh, encephalopathy, brain damage from uh, heart, uh, cardiac arrest, and also uh, dementia. And,
0: uh,
4: terrible, terrible things. Anyway, I, I would yeah. like to, I would yeah. like to, I would of like course. to, me- I would like to mention a name that I want you to honor because he was your dearest and most wonderful friend, sure. and that's Larry Cohen. Yes,
7: yeah,
4: so I. It's sensitive. You don't have to do it. <laughs> anyway,
7: you know you, something? You- I, I haven't spoken publicly about him at all but if anybody has any questions they want to ask right now about Larry uh, because we were best friends for four, for over 40 years
4: and It's okay, you don't have to talk about it. I know how dear he was to you. I just like I just like I just like to honor names. I always mention Jane Russell and I always went mention Mr. Blackwell because I made a vow that as long as I'm alive, I will keep Jane Russell's name and Mr. Blackwell's name alive. I will tell people who they are, what they meant to me, and how wonderful they were. It's up to us because we stand on their shoulders. You and I stand on Jane's shoulders and Blackwell's shoulders. We wouldn't be who we are today if it weren't for them. And And for you, Larry Cohen. And in in our country, Everybody is is everything is disposable. Even an actor, uh, we throw them away. They die. And okay, next, who's there? Whereas in Europe, they Anna Magnani is still mourned in Europe by the Italians. They and, and and everybody knows who Anna Magnani is. But when I was when I was doing a college interview with some kids, I mentioned Barbara Streisand, and the kid was blank. And I said, did you ever hear of Barbra Streisand? No, I said, do you ever, do you know who Barbara Streisand is? He said, no, but I've heard of her. Oh. And, and I think that's so sad that we don't honor people the don't film
7: people. Mar- people don't know who Marlon Brando was. The I, can't believe, I can't
4: about. believe that, Lorene. So, give me a break. Stuff. They
7: don't know who Marlon Brando was.
4: they so, got to be dead. They're they're dead bodies.
7: The street.
4: They say, who's that? Who's oh, it? go away. Go away. Brando, yeah. 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 Marlon Brando, everybody knew him from The Godfather, if anything else. Marlon Brando was one of the most famous actors, of a streetcar named Desire. Not only was he gorgeous, but he was a great actor.
7: Yes. And his, his nice. son,
4: by the way, Trist, Christian, was a very handsome boy.
7: Oh, he, Christian was dropped. Gorgeous guy. Yeah. But unfortunately, he had a terrible uh, cocaine problem, an alcohol problem, and would become very pugilistic and violent when he would on cocaine, so I would have to constantly leave his house. I always maintained, maintained my own apartment when I lived with him, but um, he asked me to marry him probably 40, 50 times, and Larry Cohen asked me to marry him over 100 times. So, uh, but... Uh, well,
4: you know the connection with Marlon and myself. No. Yeah, well, Christian was married to Mary. Oh, Mary. And
7: can I? Yes, Mary right.
4: Brandon, and Mary Brandon yeah. is my... Uh, what is, it? What, is my, what is Anthony to me? Oh, my, my, my uh, nephew, my great nephew is Anthony. And oh, Mary okay. was married to Christian, so that's how you know each other. And seems a have, small world. Do
7: you ever talk to her anymore? Do you ever see her? No,
4: I, I've seen pictures of her. She looks fabulous. She does. She's, back, she's back and forth to Greece all the time. We see her son a lot. We see Anthony all the time. And uh, she's going to be at, at my nephew Billy's wedding. He's getting married in three weeks to Judy. And uh, I'll see Mary for the first time in, like, 30 years. So wow. it's going to be a fun reunion.
0: A long time. I want to, like, go back to something you said earlier, too, just to give a shout-out because you think Joe Williamson, and uh, Joe Williamson is actually the one who invited us to Harley's last premiere, Betrayed, uh, in L.A. Yeah. that we went to. And Joe's a great guy, so we want to give a shout-out to Joe Williamson also. Well, I want
7: to give a, big, give a huge shout-out to Joe because i got to tell you, um, you know, when as you get older in this town... Um, a lot of people don't want to hire you because they say, they look at your age and they say, no way, no way, no way. But I play, I play parts where, uh, I'm between 40 and 50 years old, max, max. So, um, and, and he really fought for me and he got me a lot of jobs, including syndicate. No, I got syndicate smasher on my own. That's on, uh, a lot of platforms, uh, he got me "Terror Tales" with Jimmy Lee Combs. Uh, that's on—pardon oh, <clears throat> me—on a lot of platforms as well. And you know, so I have to give him uh, credit where credit is due. And he was it, a it, wonderful it's a, person.
4: It's a double standard game. I am seventy-nine years old. I will be <laughs> eighty in—I will be eighty in May. I have more scripts coming my way. I'm in five movies in the next year. I have no problem being hired, because when they want diversity, they need an old bag. They need a grandfather, or they need some old queen. I don't know what they think I am, but they all want me in their movies, so it's okay for me, but a woman of my age is over the hill. She's forgotten. Get rid of her. She's a douchebag. I've heard all these things said about them. I, I was at a party years ago in Beverly Hills, and I won't mention the producer's name, but he is up there with... Spiel, steven spielberg and the rest of them and i heard somebody say well how about debbie reynolds and he's the one that said oh no that washed up douchebag so you know it's a horrible business and, and debbie was maybe 60 at the time or 55 and i knew debbie well and of course i was i was i was hurt by it because debbie is was the furthest thing from a douchebag there was no talent ever like debbie reynolds no she she could do anything anything they asked her to do she did and beautifully yeah. Yeah. So I agree with you. You, you. Your roles get less and less and less.
7: If you're a female, yes.
4: Look if, at, what's her name? Meryl, Meryl Streep's not working. She's not starring in movies anymore. She's taking second and third leads.
7: Yeah, Nicole Kidman's doing TV. Everybody's doing TV now.
4: Or oh, yeah. they're doing commercials. Yeah, they're all doing TV. <laughs> yeah. America, American audiences have got to stop with this youth shit where after 30 or 40 you're washed up. Bullshit. Women today in their 60s are more gorgeous than the all-stars when they were in their 20s. Women today have Botox, they have fillers, they have facelifts, they have body toning, they have extensions, they have everything to look young and gorgeous. So stop getting the number in the way of what the person looks like. That's, uh, I mean, you, you don't look more than 30, 35. I'm not. I love it So let's So you've worked with a million people You know
0: everybody in Hollywood Um, You made all kinds of great movies Which we should tell people Some of the films you guys You guys should like go and, and check out some of these films Roller Boogie, Airplane 2, the sequel Hundra Yellow Hair and the Fortress of Gold, Arm Response with David Carradine and Dick Miller, It's a Live 3, All the Maniac, the Maniac Cop 1 and 2, Sky with Diane Kruger and Norman Reedus. She's got all these great movies. So who is yeah, on your life? I
7: a review from the Hollywood Reporter um, for Sky opposite Di- Diane Kruger. My part was huge, but uh, Diane was one of the producers, and she kept saying to me, uh, what is all this improv you're doing? All this improv, you make me have to bring my game up. You're brilliant. You're a genius. But I was very, very complimented. But when I saw the movie um, at TIFF, the Toronto International Film Festival, I, um, I got a standing ovation. And Norman Reedus called me up on stage. And the Hollywood Reporter said something to the effect, uh, Landon's performance is so riveting, you wish the entire movie were about her. So, coming from the Hollywood Reporter, I mean, that's,
4: that's quite... That's a, co- a compliment.
7: Yes, it is.
4: No question yeah. about it. But you're a sensational person, and I think that shows on the screen. Uh, although I knew Glenn Ford, not intimately, I, let's put it this way, I've met Glenn Ford.
7: Yeah. Glenn,
4: if Glenn Ford tied his shoelace, he'd fall over. He was the stupidest man that didn't speak at all. I mean, because Terry Moore was good friends with him. Terry Moore is another old movie actress who I (laughs) interviewed and who I I know Terry well. And Terry Moore's secretary was also Glenn Ford's secretary before he passed away. Then she went to, the secretary went to Terry. So she said she was writing a book about Glenn Ford. And I said, what the hell are you going to write? That he had an affair with Rita Hayworth. They lived next door to each other. And Rita Hayworth would throw champagne bottles over into his pool. I mean, Glenn, Glenn Ford was a quiet man. He hadn't any personality but put him on screen he was dynamic. Oh
7: yes, he was
4: and, go- and gorgeous.
7: He's another He's another actor from the past, a wonderful actor that I tell you if I mention him to people that are not in the show business they would say who's that? Who is was that? If people don't know who Marlon Brando is, oh, come on, if they don't know who Marlon Brando is, absolutely, they sure as hell don't know who Glenn Ford was. You
4: know, when I when I lived in Beverly Hills, you know how many times I ran into him in the supermarket. He'd been you know, pushing his cart along with his wine bottles in the, in the cart and all his goodies, and I would stop him and I'd say, Glenn, hi, how are you? And he'd look at me, try to figure out who I was, and then when it dawned on him who I was, oh yeah, yeah, Terry's friend. How are you? I said fine. I said, well, how's it going? He said. Yeah, it could go better. And that was the end of it. He was just a quiet guy. Huh. I like to bring up names of the all stars because they shouldn't be forgotten.
7: No, they should not be forgotten.
4: There would be no such thing as film if it weren't for Warner Brothers, Twentieth Century Fox and MGM and Universal. Because oh, I- they they did the films that people today trying to accomplish and i say this to all the directors out there i even said this to church because church is a very good friend of jimmy and Oz. you know that We're, we're, we're socially close friends and i said church why is it they write stories but they don't have character development you don't care about these people if a monster eats them because you know nothing about them they come on they save their lines they get eaten i'm hoping that when you do motel 2 that you suggest to them that you do some character background. Let's find out who these people are, where they're from, and what makes them tick. backstory. I was hoping back.
7: to do. I don't want to play a clown, and I don't want to get murder, eaten or uh, killed. Um, I haven't talked to the director about it specifically, but I'm certainly hoping that I don't get killed in the
4: movie. I, I, I don't get killed but either. No, I don't get killed don't either. You, well, so you... Kill me. They kill me off in every movie. Every movie I've been in. No, I- no, I'm sorry. My last movie was a Churchill film. I did, uh, what was it called? The Big not- Fucking Rat. The Big Friggin' Rat. Did that, they- that? did that come out yet? No. no. I-, I think we're getting a, a January release? Or February or well, something. Well, February. How was it working on that? Cold. where do you think we- up in- up, in the- up in the mountains at a lodge. It was cold. It was raining hail. Hail balls were hitting us. We had to go underneath canvas tents. It was a hard shoot because it was a very small cabin. And, you know, that I can't talk about it too much because I'll give away the film.
0: You're not even supposed to talk about it at all. Well, I'm not talking about it, am I? <laughs>
7: <laughs> ah! No,
0: it hasn't even the title or nothing has been released. Nobody knows anything about anyway, it. Anyway, <laughs> the
4: film that the film that I'm enjoying is my Sadie Katz, who you know who I love as much as you. Beautiful. And Sadie and I were in a movie, and it was called it was called Circus Road. Now they've changed the title to what is it? Clown, clear, clown, clown fear. I clown I think. fear. That'll be out in October, and it's going to be a premiere. And I want you to accompany us on that premiere. Oh, I
7: would love to come. I'm working on uh, also on um, a, a movie called uh, Sorrow's Way, um, and I star in it, and it's a fantastic script and, written by Ben Lawson, and they just finished the um, uh, budget and schedule on it, so uh, they'll be casting it in the next month, and I will definitely keep you in mind with uh, Chuck France, who's the uh, DP. Fabulous! Fabulous! director of photography. He is going to be a superstar uh, DP. He is so incredibly talented. People should go to YouTube and just look up his work. It's it's just majestic. When you see a film that he has uh, done the photography on, he doesn't need, you don't need dialogue. That's how good he is.
4: The well, we, we had...
7: And I, I play a um, I play a woman who is um, uh, bereft of emotion Anymore, her her uh, she was in a car uh, twenty years prior, and with her son and her daughter, and her and her son was killed in the car accident. She blames herself the entire movie, so she goes through life in this numb obliviousness. But what it touches upon are two things that I think are very very important. And one is, um, if you don't take a certain medication for blood pressure, everybody out there should know this. Uh, blood pressure it will cause uh, uh, renal failure and it's not she doesn't she's not dying of cancer she's dying of renal failure because she stopped taking her her hypertension medication which most people don't I mean I didn't take it and my kidneys are shot also it just happens that's what happened and it's in the script but uh, well, that,
4: that's your character, not you. Yes,
7: and it also addresses uh, the five stages of grief, and that's what she goes through. But she goes through life, she's, uh, it chronicles the sordid subsistence of this woman who just gets by, and ultimately when she's diagnosed with this fatal uh, ailment, she decides to embark upon a journey to go, be, to go meet her daughter, who she hasn't talked to in 20 years, and the daughter blames her for the car accident, and it's not her fault at all. And so she goes and she uh, visits, tries to see her daughter, and in the meantime, throughout this journey of the, of the script, she encounters all these people that uh, would represent her life had her son not died. A family that has a 10-year-old son, um, a girl that's having an abortion, because she had abortions when she was young, but everybody she encounters along the way um, are a reflection of what her life would have been had her son not uh, been killed in this car accident, which she blames herself, and so does her daughter. So um, it's well, a it fa-
4: sounds like a good movie. What's it, the title?
7: It, it's called Sorrows' Way, and I'm so honored to be in it, and uh, I'm on every page. So, and yeah, I know. Marine. Yeah. Marine. What did you think of Blind? Um, I thought it was
4: I thought it was good. I I said that it's probably one of my most favorite films this year because I know Sarah French pretty well. And Sarah French was never casted in a place where she could show her talent. Well, I think Sarah, Sarah French did an outstanding job and Marcel Waltz as a director was phenomenal. Well,
7: he was the, the Marcel,
4: Marcel Waltz in another couple of years is going to be as big as anybody could be in the directing business. He's an incredibly, he's made films in Germany because he's from Germany. So he's got that European training, that German, you know, that wonderful okay. stuff that they do. And he's bringing it now to this country in his films. I think that you should be in one of Marcel's films. I would I've, love su- to I've, I've suggested it to him already. We're going to a party at his house soon and I'll tell him again, you want Laureen in, in one of your films. Because I think you two would work beautifully together. Okay. What he did with Sarah French was amazing. I just thought Sarah would she just she didn't do anything but she did everything.
7: Yes, she did. What what had she done before? I've never seen her in
4: anything. Before. Sarah French was the was the piece of ass. They wanted a nude girl with a great body. They what? called Sarah French. Every movie, her tits were out, her pussy was out, everything was out. And it was just like to a point where she was almost becoming a joke. Like, okay, we need a nude slut. Let's get Sarah French. Well,
0: she's not a slut, though. No,
4: she's not a slut. <laughs> By no means, she's got the most wonderful uh, boyfriend who ro- who wrote Blind, who's a doll of a guy, and she's an angel. I love Sarah oh, French. She's love. She's a love. She's a love. So I anyway, know. well, wait a second. That that it was uh, that uh, okay. that, Marce- that Marcel had faith in her to believe in her. To and yes. make her the star of his movie, and the movie's gonna fly like crazy because the story. She was very She was
7: very natural in
4: it. She didn't act; she just did it. Yes. And, and the storyline is good, and now they're gonna work on Blind Two. Oh,
0: terrific! So, hang on, because we're running out of time. First of okay. all, Angela Joseph has joined us in the chat room. so let to say hi baby. to Angela.
4: Kisses to you, Angie, baby. Say hi to
0: Angela, Lorene. Angela
7: Joseph. Yeah. Hi, sweetheart.
0: There
4: it's you go. She stayed,
7: my uh, she stayed at my house a couple of weeks ago. We had a fabulous time together. I heard.
4: I heard all about it. You watched Aeroplane for the first time in 30 years. She
7: wanted to see it. I've never seen it, to be honest with you. Right. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't see my. Never watch my movies. I. can't stand looking at myself.
0: B. Claudia says she wants to see you in a French film because you're very have a very Catherine Deneuve style. Yep. That's and, for sure. uh, and she says your films need to go to Europe so she can go see them and meet you on the red carpets.
4: Jimmy dug up my first film I was ever in, which was That Kind of Woman, with Sophia Loren and Tab Hunter. I was 19 what? years old, and I played a soldier. You were and
7: 19?
4: 19 years old. This is 50, 50, 1959. Sophia was 24, Tab was 26, and I was 19. And I played a soldier. Well, I have that DVD. I started to watch it, and I turned it off. Why? I never realized how gorgeous I was. I always thought I was too tall. My nose was too big. I used to criticize myself. I look at myself at 19. I was Tony Curtis's double. Yeah. And a beautiful, beautiful young man. I see, so
7: that. I, I see that in you a lot. I'm sure you get that all the time.
4: No, but I, I can't watch the film. He gets hit on... I... He's
0: like you. He gets hit on everywhere he goes. No,
4: but I was directed by Sidney Lumet. Lumet, Lumet. Oh. Okay, so where do you go from where do you go from there? You know, how do you, what where do you go from being directed by Sydney? I mean, that's true.
0: Actually, Angela said she had a blast watching it, and you guys, we gotta like cut this off. So here's what wait, we're going to do. Wait, wait,
4: Angie, we plug Motel, we plug Motel two. Oh we're God. doing work. We're working on it, baby. Meanwhile, Motel one.
0: They say is, you're a looker, Ron.
4: Oh, thank you motel one is all over the world by the way it's a Hotel. hit did you I know it sold out in europe it sold out all over
7: i loved it i thought it was fabulous
4: i thought it was campy i thought it was very very funny i enjoyed it in a different way it didn't scare me those stupid movies don't scare me when they chop heads off and shit oh, you know, know
7: what's scary you know what's scary guys is forensic files right um my it's roommate weird. Addison, right? He cannot watch any horror movie at all because he can't stand the violence. And, um, yeah,
4: I do the same maybe, thing, I, I turn away.
0: That's the violence, but who we'll wants- out, Addison? What's up, Addison? Hey, Addison. All right, everybody, follow Lorene. It's-
4: but the movie that scared the hell out of me was the black and white film, The Haunting about the the old house where they had to stay overnight the original one with the uh, black or whatever her name was uh, that was a scary movie and also the first gory movie i ever saw in black and white
7: yeah.
4: was the, the with the zombies eat people the,
0: oh yeah the original uh, uh, night of the living night dead night of the
7: living dead you thought that you thought that was scary
4: but, no nauseating because yeah. back in those days we never saw arms and blood, or people eating arms and put barbecuing them in a the fire, uh, we never saw such a thing. Hitchcock was very delicate about it. Yes. I, spoke, I spoke with Tippi Hedren a lot, because I know Tippi, and we talked about how H- Hitchcock did things. Uh, the most violent thing he ever did Here, was go. Tippy in the birds, because they were throwing live birds at her, and she was being bitten by yes. some birds. And she said, "She said to me, Ron, had I known he wanted me to do this, I would have told him to shove his movie up his ass. She never would have done that film, and that's the most violent thing. When Janet Lee was being stabbed, you never saw the knife going in her body. No, you, he- you heard it and you saw blood in the drain. You
7: left it up to your, uh, Hitchcock. Left, was like Larry Cohen. You left it up to your imagination. You know, exactly.
4: this exactly. This
7: is. is like Harley Wallin does. It's much more terrifying." than uh, actually seeing axes and the eyes being uh, popped out and all oh, that. Um, I agree. I call Harley the king of social commentary because in all his movies he does, like, for instance, drug trafficking, uh, sex trafficking, uh, Agremonsky uh, deals with fear, which is my constant companion, as you both know. I mean, I'm one way when I'm in front of a camera, but, you know, I'm a very reticent person, and I'm very... Um, afraid of the rapacious people in hollywood that try to um, right. lure you into their traps you know ron you get oh, time. I,
4: you i'm know. in the business 58 years i'm in this shitty business i know all the creeps are you kidding so hang on, wait, I, I want to say one thing about larry cohen out of all of the movies that i've seen of his my favorite is telephone phone booth phone booth oh, oh my god that movie had me going i was on the edge of my seat i thought he, what's his name was fabulous It's a great it, film what's his colin name the i don't know but colin the,
7: farrell colin farrell yeah, yeah, colin farrell, farrell.
4: was yeah. outrageous the film everybody should rent go see find it phone booth will have you i like the spinning. i like the
0: one with chris i think it was with chris chris uh captain america guy
4: uh, yeah. where,
0: where they, the phone, cellular, cellular, I like oh, cellular.
4: Cellular was good also, but <laughs> I think phone booth was for riveting. I wrote, I wrote
7: riveting. cellular. I wrote the treatment, the narrative synopsis for it. I wrote that, and I got paid $75,000 for it. And awesome. Larry, awesome. Larry, because it was Larry Cohen, he got 750000 and he he received 950000 for a phone booth. So Unbelievable. he was, phone booth was a piece of work.
4: It was a wonderful story. Whoever did, Larry didn't okay, write go, though. We it. Oh, we
0: have, to go. To, go. We have to go. We have to go. We have to go. Oh, we have to go. So you guys, listen, follow I'll Lorene in social media. She's at Lorene Landon on Twitter. Um, are you Lorene? You're just Lorene Landon on Instagram too, right? Lorene underscore Landon. Lorene underscore Landon on don't Instagram.
7: follow me on Facebook because I have 5,000 enemies. I mean friends. Yes. <laughs> uh, I don't know who 99% of the people are, but.
0: Me neither. Um, we should make you a fan page, and that way you can I, have I, everybody. I have to have, I have a fan, a fan page,
4: page, too. Please
7: go to my fan page on Facebook.
4: Okay.
7: Uh, Angela Joseph is handling it for me right now. God bless my dear, sweet angel friends. I just love her to death.
4: There she's, you she's, go. she's my Angie baby. So if ever you hear me refer to Angie baby, it's her. She's and Joseph Joseph she's Kelly happy. is Joseph Kelly is Honey Bun.
0: All right, so we gotta go. We gotta go. So Lorraine, thank you so much. I'll, I'll, uh, I love we'll call you, you. afterwards I love see you. if we I love can you. work you. out a dinner date. Bye.
4: See you next thank week, you my yourself. honey.
0: Thank Bye. You. Bye, yeah.
4: sweetheart. Love you. Love Bye, everybody.
0: Yay, everybody! That was Lorraine Landon. Follow her on Twitter at Lorraine Landon. Um, now we got to get get our next guest going. And uh, <laughs> hey. Uh, um, do we have him online, Scotty?
4: Why do we look fat in these chairs? Because we, we relax too these much. These chairs look like we're hundred pounds pigs. Look at us. So, Scott, do you have the, uh, is he
0: online?
5: I'm um, looking right now.
0: <clears throat> yes, right, he
5: was, so, yes, he is. He's we're
0: online. We're going to call Ian Garen right now, everybody, to get us rolling with the whole thing. We're going to play his, uh, his new single, Free Time. And, uh, uh, how about Unenjoy, you guys? Uh, you got it, D? Yes. Everybody, we're getting ready to call our next guest. His name's Ian Garen. This is his brand new single Free Time. Enjoy. <laughs>
6: Been broken so many times before. Cause the last time you were asked to trust, all you got was pain, deceit, and all that bad stuff. I need you to trust me so that one day we two can say, We found
3: the love that we always find.
4: You can sing. Hang on, we're not We're, live. we're live. All hey. right,
0: everybody, what's up? That was Ian Garen's brand new single, Free Time. Hope you enjoyed it. We have him on the line now. We're gonna make sure we can hear him. Ian say something.
6: Hey, Jimmy. Hi, Ron. How are you?
0: There you go. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, R&B and pop music's newest super sensation, Ian Garen Hello, and welcome to the show. Hey, Jimmy. How
6: are you? Hi, Ron. I'm so happy to be here today. I'm so excited. I'm a little nervous, but...
0: Don't, don't be nervous. <laughs> There's nothing to be nervous, so you, we kind of introduce you to my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell, on, on the little break while we were bringing you in. Say hi, Ron.
4: Hey, listen to me. I don't bullshit anybody, okay? If you stink, you stink. If you stink, I don't mention it. I go, oh, very nice to have you on our show. You can sing. And the little bit I heard of your song, I want it in my car and that's an honor. That's a good song with a good beat and you got a good voice. So I know it's gonna be a good interview. I don't have to like sugarcoat anything. I can be raw with you. Uh, Relax, make believe you're in Brooklyn in my kitchen having coffee and crumb cake and we're just talking like friends do.
0: Okay, I will. Remember that we don't live in Brooklyn. We live in Prospect. <laughs> but he's from Brooklyn. But I'm from Brooklyn. So let me introduce you to the rest of the people you can't see. We have uh, our engineer, and she is in Wellington, Florida, um, and her name is Danielle. She's at the W4CY studio. So say hi to Danielle. Hey, Danielle.
4: Hello, hello, welcome to the show. And if she hits on you, don't be upset. Oh my goodness. Yeah, she hits
0: on everybody, so don't <laughs> worry about it. She's just a total. She's husband shopping. Yeah, she's I husband shopping. Am... And Danielle, you didn't say anything back. Are you going to respond? I did. I said hello, hello, Sorry. hello. Oh, I was talking to her. She usually uh, says something back, but I don't hear her saying anything, so we're going to skip her, and we're going to go to. She's probably putting hello? on lipstick when yeah. she's on the show. And <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go to uh, our, our man, uh, Scotty J. He's in Pennsylvania, in Philadelphia. Scotty J., what's up? Say hi to our guest, Ian Garen. Ian, what's going on,
5: man? And don't worry, I'm not going to hit on you. And uh, I think he's just giving all you guys a smile. No, treatment.
2: sorry, yeah. this mic is oh. going, and I'm trying to like fix it. I don't know what's wrong with it. I'm going to have to get a new mic. So okay. I'm sorry. So Danielle, do you
4: think this one's cute? Absolutely.
2: How are you would doing? You, would, would you go out with this one? Yes, in the words of Joey from Friends. How you doing? <laughs>
0: Then we have a chat room. Let's say hi to everybody in the chat room. Uh, the chat room's got people from all over the place in it. Please say, um, but we gotta say first, say hi to everybody in the chat room.
6: Hey, everybody in the chat room, how are you? This is Ian.
0: And then you have to give a special shout out to. Oh, there goes the dog. You have to give a special shout out to B Claudia, and B Claudia is in Germany, and she said she's been streaming your album on Spotify uh, for a long time already. And uh, so say hi to B Claudia.
6: Hey Claudia, how are you? Thank you for streaming my album for believing in
0: my dream. There you go. All right, everybody. So Ian's got a uh, new album. It's called Irreplaceable. Uh, that was the, the the newest single was Free Time that we just played for all you guys. You can follow him on Twitter. He's at I am Ian Garrett. It's I A M I A N G U E R I N. And uh, he's 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 basically freaking like just totally amazing and and trying to make his name uh, in the world of entertainment and pop music. And he's doing a fantastic job um okay so i'm gonna let you go ron what do you want okay. us to ask him first well,
4: let's do let's do the pulling the Mary stuff where okay. you from i hear an accent
6: uh i'm from mexico city originally i've been uh, going back and forth to l.a for a couple of years now but i'm originally from mexico city
4: uh, did you jump over the fence <laughs> no.
6: I uh, it's order.
4: <laughs> are you going to give Trump money to build a wall? <laughs> no. I think oh, was, that's so not I, nice. <laughs>
0: oh, I forgot, too. You guys can check out his website. It's um for everything. And he's on every social wait, media I,
4: platform possible. Are you a star in Mexico? No. No. With, that? I actually, no. Very with, that, little with that music? With that music?
6: That I do. Actually,
0: he's, he's a star in the UK, actually. He's got many, many, many hits in the UK. I don't even know what all of them are, but we have another song that we're going to play while we have him on the line because it's my personal favorite, is Roll the Dice, and he's also got one called Cry, and they're all like really award-winning songs in the UK. Tell, what have you won in the UK? Because I know you won a shitload of awards.
6: I've won 9 Beat 100 awards for Free Time, for Cry, and for a record called Pop This Jam.
0: Oh, that's the only one. I don't know that one. I know all the other ones because I listen. to You know, to them all Scott. The time.
4: Please put his. I know. We ask this every week. Could you? I mean, if I don't like the music, I tell you. I don't ask you to put it through naturally. But I like this guy's voice and song. Then we songs. can't
0: talk to him though while we're
4: playing it. Oh, but I. I don't give a shit. I'll talk to him on the air. I want to hear his music. <laughs>
0: Ron okay. doesn't know who anybody is when they come on. He's like I totally, do research I do anybody. all the like, research to I, look I, everything I up. I am
4: brand new. I want it that way. We're unfiltered, we're unsensitive, we're unscripted. Everything we do here is just what friends do. I like your music. I like your voice. I don't want to hear you. I can talk so let's different.
0: talk a little bit. How long have you been singing and performing? Because first of all, you look very mm-hmm. young. Uh, I've been doing it since I was nine.
6: Uh, basically, uh, professionally, since I was like 19, 20. But... Uh, recording since I was nine, and writing songs since probably 14 years old. I've been doing music my whole life. I don't know how to do anything else, so
4: it's a sin. So
0: Sometimes we don't have a. It's a pity. So we have to have a back. We don't have a backup plan. We gotta just make it and be the next big thing. So, who are some of your musical influences?
6: Um. Well, Michael Jackson, of course. You can tell by the jacket. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: okay. Who else you got?
6: Prince, Mariah Carey, Tony Bennett. Jack.
4: Oh, Tony Bennett! Wow! Yeah. I'm happy to hear that. He's from my time. <laughs> I'm happy that Tony Bennett's name. Actually, him do you years. know who Johnny Mathis is? No. I'm going to kill you. Get off my show. <laughs> <laughs> Get
0: off right now. No, if you. Johnny Mathis is the number one selling artist of all time in, in the history. world. Bigger than Tony Bennett. Bigger than uh, Frank he's like, Sinatra. He's, it's him and Frank Sinatra, the two biggest selling artists of all time. They've sold more than I would suggest. Three hundred and sixty million. You get, million.
4: A, you get a, a, a Johnny. I would suggest you go get "Chances Are" by Johnny Mathis. I think you could learn Spotify. a lot. You go to Spotify. You could learn a lot from Johnny Mathis's voice. He I, has will the do. I will. Beautiful. He has the most beautiful voice ever, ever recorded. And
0: I'm a big Tony Bennett fan also. though oh, I actually. like Tony Bennett. And I think the way that you, because you uh, you have you have a, an ability to sing, you know, up-temple songs. And you also have a a, a, a way to sing like ballads and, and stuff and mix it and make it sound really good and make it sound really uh, current and not like anybody else. Because you really don't sound like anybody else that's out there today. And I listen to a lot of music. And so I think you have a niche for yourself and you've created a niche and pe- we just, more and more people just need to know about
4: it. I like, and there's not too much that I like today. See, I thought you were going to be a hip hop guy, and I would not have, I would not have given you the grandioso that I have, because I think uh, rap, no, not hip hop. Hip hop is good. Rap, I don't like.
0: Well, hip hop is rap. Though. Oh, is it? Well, not always, but.
4: <laughs> well, I, I, I don't think that rap is singing. Rap is speaking, and I don't think it's talent. I think most people can do it, even me. At Sorry, my age. Twism. <laughs> Well, Twism, too bad for you. You know, make a nickel. What do I give a shit? <laughs> but I'm talking about my opinion. I'm from the day when people held notes. Do you hold notes? Yes,
0: yeah, you can hold notes.
4: That's I important. Hope. That's important in singing. You have got to hold notes like a violin. What song
0: do we have of you? Out of Cry and Roll the Cry probably holds more notes, right? Than, uh...
6: There's this song from the album called Chapter Two, which is the song that has a. Uh, I, the strongest belting, the the most complicated one to say,
0: to, to uh, say to I, that. I have this thing about roll the dice. Like I've probably listened to it, you know, maybe six hundred times on Spotify because like there's just something about it. Um, you can sing along to it. It's got a great video. Um, actually, I think we should play it so everybody can hear it. I'd like to hear it. Hey, Scotty, Jay, can you make it so we can hear the video?
5: Uh, if you watch on YouTube, like all of your other millions oh, of viewers oh, cool. are doing right now on Talk 4 TV.
2: So, actually, yeah, so. I can leave you guys plugged in and you guys can listen to it.
0: Oh, uh, Okay, you, so turn, let's yeah. do that. So, so you guys. I'll when, get his phone number you, for you guys now. Guys, listen. listen. <laughs> listen. <laughs> thank you. When, when Ian says, hope you enjoy it, that's when you guys start playing the video. You got it? We're
2: going to play Roll the Dice.
0: We're going to play Roll the Dice when Ian says "Hope you enjoy it." Sounds you guys both good got that?
1: Me.
0: You got that, Scotty J? See. All right, so here Ian, you you what? Uh, you introduce the song for everybody and then you have to end your sentence with "Hope you enjoy it." That's how they'll know how to play it, okay?
6: Okay, perfect. I'm ready.
0: All right, oh. you go.
6: Okay, guys, so this is Roll the Dice. It was one of the previous singles from the bus singles from uh, the year of And I hope it meets your expectations. I hope you enjoy it. Perfect. Hello, doll. How you been? Life hadn't given us a chance to speak. So right now, I'm going to tell you a story. Sort of behind the scenes of you and me. The things that happened while you weren't here. Because it's been a long time since you left. But I never got over it. I always thought we'd have another chapter. I promise not to mess up this time around.
3: Let me pick it up when we left it. I've been leaving us on my birthday of 2013. Remember that girl I dated, or whatever that was, it faded. Her sister was ten better than she. I mean, her days have since gone by, and yet she that my love. I still miss the way you say goodnight, and how everything you said is in her style, and the way you taught me to call i houses because restaurants Love is the always one you love I am better feel them I'm sorry, well, though. I've seen my darkest days, I'm <laughs> out path I'm not the one you met, come on now, fix, yeah, I'm taking you out and showing you a good time, another man through your bed, That girl, those days are over, I'm here to treat you around. <laughs>
5: everybody
0: alright everybody that was Ian Guerin the name of the song is Roll the Dice off his album oh my god I just had a brain irreplaceable <laughs> and I uh, just had a brain fart but is that in the background is that it behind you or no is that the album yeah, cover or no
6: is uh, a postcard from the Cry single
0: oh okay gotcha okay Looking okay
4: at... in your voice I certainly heard Michael Jackson and Prince together no question about it you're as good as they were
6: thank you so much that's an honor <laughs>
4: Well, it's a compliment, but it's a true one. I'm sure our listeners can agree. There's, they loved it. Everybody says they loved it. A lot of Michael Jackson sounds in there, and a lot of Prince. So, uh, so who's the girl in the video? Uh,
0: she's a friend of mine. She's she looks kind of mine. like she looks kind of like Vanessa Hudgens a little bit. She's like super gorgeous.
6: Thank you so much. I'll let her know if she isn't watching because I don't know what she's doing right now, but. Uh, I'll let her know. I didn't. I didn't think of her as Vanessa Hutchins, though. I have had a big crush on Vanessa Hutchins for a very, very long time. <laughs> just like the first musical movie. I even bought her record. It was terrible, but I uh... yeah, it was
0: <laughs> I bought it too? I I just because I like her, and it was I liked her better in High School Musical. Like when she was like singing in High School Musical, the music was better than her album. But she's a great actress, though.
4: I have yeah. no idea who you're talking about. Um,
0: she's um. Uh, she's a, so Disney had this thing High School Musical. That's where Zac Efron, who you love, right. came popular, and he was her girl, like girlfriend in all those movies. And she's super gorgeous, like brunette. Um, Maybe you've seen her though you've seen her in movies because we've seen movies she's in but she's super talented and I think the girl in your video looks like her so congratulations on that I think that uh, all your videos are really cool even your lyric videos are better than other people's lyric videos because they're not just words flashing but like it shows you walking around and doing things in the video so I think everybody in the chat room is writing how you put a lot of thought into all the things that you put out and that they're done very well and the lyrics are really good and the lyrics are complicated so tell people what is Roll the Dice about for people who didn't get it
6: First and foremost, thank you for the for the compliment on the lyric videos. I owe that to my sister. I always wanted to have like big production lyric videos, and she wanted to tell the story behind the lyrics. So she's gonna be very glad that you appreciated that, and all the people appreciated that. And well, the story behind Roll the Dice is not quite as fun as the song is. Um, I had this. I dated my neighbor for a while. She's, uh, I don't know, 23, 24 right now. I don't know if she's watching because I have her on Facebook and I announced the show <laughs> but, uh, if she's watching, hi, I did better without you. <laughs> okay. And, and so uh, it tells, uh, Roll the Dice came about by just telling the story of, 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 of what happened uh, between the time that she broke up with me and the time... And the time that we started talking again, because she started talking to me again when she saw that I was dating someone new, you know, how that goes. So that's why the song comes in that, you know, remember that girl I dated. And, you know, we're we're talking from the point where, where I'm telling her what happened while she was gone. And that's how it came about. And the roll the dice thing is about taking a chance with her. But... You know, once an X, twice an X, and thrice an X, and so you shouldn't do it. (laughs) So she
4: dumped me again. (laughs) She sounds like one of those people that I've known in my life. Um, I don't want you, but I don't want anyone else to have you. Yeah,
6: that happens to me a lot.
4: (laughs) (laughs) It happens to everyone a lot. You're not the only one. It happens to everyone. (laughs) Yeah, Nobody, but
6: every time, like, I want a regular relationship, but I'm where I'm not considered the unlosable person. I'm instead, I want to be losable, and you know, just enjoy the relationship for, for a change. So that's you know what, what, what?
4: It's about. it'll it'll come if you want it, it'll come. But you have to really want it. You have to really want it. Uh, most people put their careers before their romance, and they wonder why they don't have a level in their life. Well, because you put your music, or your career before your love. Sometimes you got to take a vacation from your music and go out there and just look for your love.
0: Or find someone who's in the music business
4: who no, understands it. No, you know, it. look at you and I. We're married. I want to kill you half the time. <laughs> oh,
6: <God. laughs> well, we <laughs> talked about Vanessa Hudgens, and she's not necessarily in music now, but if you know her, call me. and. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So who are some, it's like, if you could, like, perform with anybody, like, who are some of the people that you would like to love to, like, right now if you could go out and they said, okay, we need an opening act, let's get Ian Garen, who would that act be that you would like to go open for?
6: On the mainstream, probably Ariana Grande.
0: Oh, funny, okay. Yeah,
6: because um, she's hot, she's kind of a diva, just like me. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm very, I'm, I'm very high maintenance, just like her, and I think you'd have a great time.
0: (laughs) At least you know
6: it. Even if I get fired after I ask her out, you know, just having the chance, and she's a great talent, too. I like people with talent. Like, I wouldn't want to open for someone who I don't believe has the chops to do what they're doing.
0: Actually, she's very. Uh, she's grown up a lot in the last few years. I think that uh, she's definitely uh, like a lot better, and she's a much better role model than she used to have been. And Eileen, you know, Eileen with, uh, from World Star PR, um, she's really good friends with her brother Frankie.
6: Oh well, I'll, I'll be calling Eileen after we're done with you. The
4: <laughs> there's your in. There's your in. Your foot's in the door, kiddo. Oh, and actually, you know, you know how.
6: Hey that we have this six people, this six-person
0: connection yes. between everybody in
6: the world. Six so degrees. So I didn't know I was just two
0: away from her. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Six degrees of separation. That's right. So, like, do you exactly. do since you, uh, you since you're, since you're like by country? Do you like like date? Like, do you have like girlfriends like in 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 both cities?
6: Uh, no. No, when I'm in <laughs> LA. I'm- I'm mostly with my sister, and we're doing work stuff and not having as much fun as we should. I mainly have my girlfriends here because it's just easier to see them when I have free time. And it's not that I'm – it's always a good time to self-promote. <laughs> but...
0: So then he has a song called Free Time. <laughs> I just slipped that one in. That's funny. That that worked out pretty good. They're laughing in the chat room. <laughs> <laughs> the chat room like loves you. They say Aria Grande is cool. They also liked Vanessa Hudgens. Um, oh, as Sam, oh Sam Smith. Oh, they said that they they hear some Sam Smith in you.
4: Who's Sam Smith?
0: Oh, Sam so, Smith is a huge like Grammy winning like UK artist. Um, he he did the James Bond theme for some of the James Bond movies. Oh, okay.
4: oh Sam Smith. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you know that. who he I is. I know who he is. I'm old, baby. You know what they call me? Una. How do they say it in Spanish? I'll do it with you. Una viejo puta. <laughs> just, what does that exactly mean? Just
0: as he, an old whore. Oh, he's an old whore. Okay. Una viejo puta. So, Ron, Ron the reason why Ron brings up, uh, uh, like, he likes Tony Bennett and, uh, who's the other guy now? I forgot his name. Johnny Mathis. Johnny Matthew. Mathis and stuff. Ron's, I know, I can't help it, I forgot. Ron Ron's 79. Um, so, 79, and Johnny Mathis is his absolute favorite singer of all time. That's why you definitely have to, like, uh,
4: definitely have and to a look a favorite him person that I've met. He's a sweetheart of a human being, besides being a brilliant singer. He's done a lot for the black race. Believe me, he has. He's brought people in the 1950s, uh, 1957, 1958, black performers were not really welcomed in this country. Okay. Rock and roll was, and, and um, but it wasn't. Johnny Manthus was the first handsomest man in the world. Also, he's gorgeous looking. Uh, he's black, a balladeer, bla- though. Black singer to work the white circuit with Frank Sinatra, with Sammy Davis Jr., with all the other people. And he really opened doors for a lot of people. So I love Johnny for that also because a lot of people are standing on his shoulders. Absolutely. So, so wait. Go back
0: though. So you, you're um, gonna check him. Yeah, you definitely out. have to check. You have to definitely check him out. Oh, wait, I just got a. I got a text message from Eileen, so she might be. Is she
4: in the chat room?
0: Oh no, Eileen sent me a picture of somebody punching Batman of a statue of Batman in
4: the crotch. <laughs> <laughs> we know the strangest people.
0: We gotta like love them all. We
4: have all kinds of friends. Some are sane too. <laughs> we have a few sane ones, but we'll get rid of them soon so I love it though so one thing everybody let's tell
0: everybody again too this is Ian Garen um, you can follow him at I am Ian Guerin on Twitter um, what are what's your Instagram and everything is everything I am Ian Guerin?
6: everything is I am Ian Guerin. Facebook slash I am Ian Instagram I am Ian Guerin. Twitter I am Ian because I am Ian <laughs>
0: there you go because I am Ian Guerin. the name of the album is irreplaceable so how did you come up with the album title irreplaceable
6: well I wanted to make it a strong title because it's full of strong songs, all of them I believe could be singles, not all of them will, but I do believe that they all have the strength to do it, so I wanted it to have something that globalized how strong it is, and the girls in the stories are irreplaceable because they really truly made me the man that I am in the sense that I became a strong soul because of all that heartbreak, so... They're irreplaceable, and the stories are very unique, too. It, there's no bullshit. I don't know if I can say bullshit, but I just... Yeah, you can say you, it. You,
4: you, can, you can say fuck You can all say those. anything you want. You can say anything you want. <laughs> we're, we're unfiltered. Yeah. We're, we're real. This there, is a there, real there's show. There's no
6: bullshit there's, in the song. There's, right. There's... they're really true stories. If you listen closely, there's individual stories about individual girls that happened at, at a different time in my life, so... They're
4: all. You really have a girl homes. problem.
6: They made me who I am. So that's why it's irreplaceable. It was an irreplaceable experience, an irreplaceable era that happened between 2012 and maybe 2017. And how many, not how saying, many songs? I'm a dime how for all that inspiration. <laughs>
0: <But> <laughs> how many songs are on the album?
6: There are 10 songs and And three bonus tracks, including the Christmas song, which hasn't yet uh, been as successful as All I Want for Christmas is You, but the good thing about Christmas songs is I can try again every year. (laughs) Absolutely. So,
0: So there's 13 songs. Is it 13 different women, or how many women comprise the stories in your 13 songs?
6: Wow, Jimmy, that's a good question. I <laughs> was so not prepared for that one. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> Let me see. No, there's just three women in
1: total in the
6: record. That's uh, the neighbor, which I'll, I'll, I said it before. So if she's watching, it'll say hi. And there's <laughs> and there's two others. No, two, three others because uh, one I lied to about one of the songs, and I told her that it was for her. So there's four.
4: In <laughs> you know, for a guy who complains he can't get a girlfriend, you sure yeah, he's, have he's he's to He's just you. dropping them off all over I'm the place. He. He's dropping them left <laughs> and right. You
0: have, you, you have more than most. And you have a fabulous smile. I'm sure they all love your smile. You have, like, nice white teeth. Everything shows really, like, nice. You look super cute when you're, like, smiling. I'm sure all the girls are just, like, flipping out over you. Oh, he knows how to work.
4: Don't let him bullshit you. (laughs) (laughs) uh, He's he's one of those sneaky, dumb uh, ones. What's your, like, pickup
0: line? Like, when you meet girls, hi, I'm Ian Garen, and I'm a pop star.
4: (laughs) No, no, he just plays his music, and he goes, oh, that's me. And they say, "Oh, exactly really?"
0: Ron said, I just play the
6: music randomly, and I'm like, "Oh, that's my song!"
4: And they're oh, like, yeah, wait, what are you it?" And then
6: I start showing them what I what I do, and let them
4: ask me questions. If I if do it just and, like
6: that. <laughs>
4: and if you and if you go to bed with me and sleep with me, you know, you get all kinds of jewelry and furs and cars. <laughs> and I'll write a song about you on I'll my write, next write. album. You'll be in my next album as goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It was nice. It was nice. Number, number was five. Number five. Yes, Goodbye. Your, your song, number six on my new album.
4: <laughs> five. No, five. He has four. She'll oh, be, okay. It should be, be the fifth one. Number five. Goodbye. <laughs> so, did you ever think of going to a psychiatrist? <laughs> Uh, no, but I like, I like the
6: fact that they can give out prescriptions.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> they say, you need to come to Europe, you're so sweet,
4: yeah, he's you're a gonna funny be guy. a superstar,
0: you know how to do it right, he said, they said, you're so UK, and then, then somebody else, Twism says, Ron knows how it works. <laughs> what, what's that mean, Twiz? Uh, Ron knows how it works, with all the fucking women and all the things, like, you're telling him how to do it, you even came up with his pickup line, and he said, yeah, that's how I do it. <laughs>
4: well, you know, I've been I've been around a bit, and I was married for 16 years. Just because I'm gay doesn't mean I'm a fag. <laughs> it's <the> difference.
1: <laughs> you know so, what I
4: mean? If, if I weren't with Jimmy, the truth, if I were not with Jimmy, I would have been with a woman again. I would have not chosen another man to be with. I'm bisexual, so I can go either way. Uh, I love Jimmy, and that's the only reason why I'm with him. We've been
0: married for eight years.
4: Yeah, but I would never live a gay life. So you haven't
0: been that. married, though, have you? Have you been married? No, no, and I
6: don't, I don't think I want to be married. I saw my parents be married, and that was enough of an experience for me.
0: Actually, they say with so much unsuccess and heartbreak from women, you should probably get a dog. We have three.
4: <laughs> and, I think, and I think you're full of crap. That, that now I, I know why these girls are dumping you. Because you talk, I'm not getting married. They're not going to waste their time and give away good pussy, and you don't get married. No way. But I do tell them that I'm going to get married, even though I know I'm not. Oh, well, they know you're <laughs> full of shit. They know you're full of shit. <laughs> what do you think? What, they know you're a player. Come on. Now
0: they know you're a player. Oh, you're if never...
4: they didn't, by the time
0: this interview gets right. out and four and a half million people listen to it, they're going to know you're
4: You're you're washed up, buddy. You're washed up. You better go gay. You're washed up with chicks, that's for sure. No,
0: no, we're going to hook you up with Ariana Grande. That would be a good one for you. You'll be with Ariana Grande, and that's all you need.
6: She'll break my heart, but I need it for the next album.
0: (laughs) She'll break your heart. she gonna
6: break my heart,
0: and she's going to do me well, too. You gotta, like, love it, Ariana Grande. I don't
4: think she's gonna break your heart. You know,
0: everybody's got, like, their crushes, though. Like, my crush always was Jenny Garth from Beverly Hills 90210, and I'm, even though I'm gay, like, Jenny Garth was, like, my favorite. Remember? <laughs> you had a female, who's, oh,
4: you liked, uh... Many, many, many. I'm in love with Grace Kelly, yeah, Audrey Hepburn, Jane Russell, uh, so, I'm in love with so many different women that each one had a different quality about them, uh, something to love. Uh, the, my movie stars of the 40s and 50s and 60s will never be again. The actresses of today, they come and they go. They're not legends. But the women that we loved when we were young people, Kim Novak was absolutely exquisite. But no doesn't idea. know who any of no,
0: them are. No, he has
4: no idea who they are. But no, because both-
6: they're all mentioned in the Tony Bennett book, which I'm reading now.
4: Oh, there you go. Okay, okay. well, for those of you out there who know who I'm talking about, um, let me talk about the ones that I've known. You only have a
0: minute till the show's okay. over. Jane so.
4: Russell was breathtakingly beautiful in person. Uh Tip V. Hedren, beautiful in person. Uh, Gee, so many of them. Were, uh, Arlene Dahl was
0: beautiful. I say Ariana Grande is a good one for you. we got to tell everybody all your information. So you guys listen up. Ian Guerin, you can stream his album on Spotify. It's called Irreplaceable and to spell Ian Garen. it's I-A-N and then G-U-E-R-I-N. You can follow him on Twitter, I am Ian Guerin. Um, you can, he's I am Ian Guerin on everything, so go check it all out. Instagram, Facebook, um, like his fan page, get his music, and you can also check out com. And what else you want to say? you got about 30 seconds.
4: I can meet 30 seconds. I can't do anything in 30 seconds. Um, Except (laughs) except I wish you the best because you are the best. And I like your voice and I like your music. And I think you're going to go someplace, kiddo. I don't think you're going to be a fly by night. I think that the uh, Prince has got a little bit of a competition, even though he's dead uh his music has competition and we want
0: to give a shout out to your sister mark too. hi mar you're doing a great job on the videos and ian we want to wish you all the success in the world and we yeah. want to thank you for coming on the show and hopefully we get a lot more uh play from having you on the show so thank you so much and enjoy yourself have a great weekend and we'll have you again some back sometime soon okay thank you
6: so much i had a great time and may i just sure. say that my celebrity crush is Giovanna ventura <laughs>
4: There you go. <laughs> see, we we, we relaxed, Joe. We we didn't make you nervous at all. You were very. Oh, nervous. I
6: had the greatest time. I had the greatest time. I really appreciate have, uh, you having me here. All right, well, that's what we bye. wanted to hear.
4: Thank you again, Ian. Bye bye. All right, everybody. Bye. Thanks
0: so much bye. for tuning in. Everybody, we'll see everybody Ooh, next yay. week. Have a good one, Danielle. Thank you so much, and thank you, Scotty J. Everybody have a great weekend, and we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Yeah.
3: yeah. This, is M- this is M- and Aussie and so I'm just chilling. In the style, sitting down and designing. Why are every man in the thinking, what are we going to be wearing? Yo, I'm a Liverpool MC. You can't dress me. Big up the girls to take the party.